0: we're talking about the fear of failure or anything else holding you back, confidence is the key to unleashing your power. Welcome to Confident with me, Sherry West, and my fearless daughter, Olivia. Join our conversations with fierce female leaders and explore how you can become more confident.
1: Welcome to episode 12, Leverage the
0: Power of Own During COVID-19. Welcome, welcome. Okay, today's episode will sound a bit different because we're recording from home due to the COVID-19 public health crisis. And we always start with a current event, but really, the only current event we can focus on right now is the global COVID-19 pandemics. But let's look for silver linings and focus on a positive story. First of all, I'd like to thank and show gratitude for all of the many dedicated and committed care workers. And it should be noted, that 60% of all healthcare workers are female and 91% of nurses are female. And I read a very inspiring story this morning, Olivia, in the New York Post. Yeah. A nurse, her name is Emily Fawcett, who works at Lenox Hill Hospital in New York City, who started a Hope Huddle for workers there.
1: You know, Emily has been involved in disasters before. She was part of one of the first civilian groups to go to Puerto Rico after it was ravaged by Hurricane Maria. She also regularly goes to Kenya to run free community health clinics and was just aboard the USNS Comfort in August when the Naval hospital ship responded to the crisis in Venezuela.
0: Wow, but even with her past experience, she describes today's scene as a war zone where her her fellow colleague nurses are regularly devastated and crying. And she realized that she needed to step up and do something to spread positivity. So she started a hope huddle where nurses could share some positive stories about saving lives or a funny story like the one where there was a man in his 20s who was on a ventilator for 11 days and the first day he came off his ventilator, he asked his nurse out for a date. (laughs) It's now being done in hospitals across the city and this good news, these Hope Pods are just the boost that the staff needs.
1: It really is an amazing story and uh, during these times, it's normal to feel anxious, it's normal to feel depressed and uh, situations like these, you know, where she's creating this hope huddle are really key. And we all need to focus on gratitude. And I know that like with me, I'm FaceTiming my friends and, you know, we're kind of creating this like hope huddle of our own in order to spread that positivity to each other.
0: That's so awesome. And I'm so glad that you have that positive group of friends and that sisterhood. And so let's get to today's guest. Here's someone that spreads a lot of hope in the world.
1: Today, our guest is Amy Elsner, who is the founder and owner of Connecticut Power Yoga Studios, a yoga educator, an occupational therapist, a plant-based educator, an Africa Yoga Project mentor, a Lululemon ambassador, and a breast cancer survivor.
0: Wow. Welcome to Confident, Amy. Thank you for having me. This is like great distraction from the crazy... (laughs) Well, Amy, we're so honored to interview you right now because your perspective as a small business owner, a yogi, and a cancer survivor are so relevant right now. So let's start at the beginning. Tell us what inspired you to start your yoga studio business.
2: So I started my yoga studio business, it actually started out as just a hobby and a way to, um, kind of get back into recovery from my breast cancer. So 11 years ago, I was diagnosed with breast cancer. I had two little boys at the time. My little one was, um, 17 months and my older one was three and we had just bought a house and two cars and bam, literally like nine months later, I was diagnosed with breast cancer and I had to have surgery and Three, four months of chemotherapy and 30 days of radiation. And during that time of um, the chemo and the radiation, I was doing a little bit of gentle yoga and it helped me kind of get a little bit more grounded, uh, kind of was a little bit crazy what was happening. So after I was finished with all of my treatments and everything, my best friend was doing this Baptiste power yoga and I didn't quite understand what it was, but I knew that something had changed in her So my husband and I, as a vacation, first vacation away, uh, went to a training, a Baptiste power yoga training, and we left there feeling um, really like grounded and like wanting more. So we started to do more. And when we came back to Stanford, there wasn't any. And so we decided to open our business. And I think for myself, the thing that landed the the most with me with this particular yoga was it really gave me access to my physical body and my breath. And it gave me access to really like seeing what was getting in my way and just like giving me a clear space to begin again.
0: Amazing.
1: And we're all dealing with this uh, global pandemic of COVID-19. And especially as a small business owner, this must be affecting you Greatly so what have you done with your business and employees to adjust to this new, new normal?
2: Yeah, so we decided right away we were in action um, that we would have everything online I mean I'm very lucky that my husband is in technology and so we had were familiar with online, um, like the zoom room and everything like that. so immediately we started our classes we just shifted from being in our physical space to just being online and it was you know it was interesting the transition and i was really worried like how is this going to land for people but people seeing people was huge and i think that it really you know it's not i think we need to change the you know social distancing the the word social distancing to me does not seem right it's really like we're physically distancing but we can still be really social online so that's what we did we just said let's just do it and we are offering three different tiers of membership so that it gives people who can't afford yoga right now to have that accessibility and then for people who can contribute a little bit more to kind of give, you know, make that a possibility as well.
0: And that's such a great point about the physical distancing doesn't mean you have to stop socializing. And at Live Girl, we feel the same way and we quickly moved online um, because we recognize that our girls and the young women in our community need um, they need community and sisterhood now more than ever. I'm, I miss this, you know, this vast ice that we're all under. So, you know, we've, we've done the same thing. We've worked really hard to move programs online and, and offer some new programs, some community support um, programs, as well as, like, community chats and and, and Instagram lives with our girls. Everything we can do to, to foster con- community and connection right now, I think, is so important.
2: Yeah, 100%. Um, sorry, we've moved all of our workshops online too. So I had planned to do a workshop. It's called be resilient for, um, school teachers. I had 25 school teachers signed up and, and we were supposed to do it the week that they kind of said, you know, we had to close. And I was like, how are we going to do this? And we just did it online a couple of weeks later. Like I just finished it last week and it was amazing. It was not only so powerful in the tools that were given during the workshop, but just to have these 25 teachers kind of taking a break from the crazy schedules that they now have and, you know, to relearn a whole new way of teaching. And it was super powerful for them to get connected in that
0: way. Absolutely. We salute all of the teachers out there right now who have had to adapt and make, have made e-learning possible and who are working longer hours than ever right now to make this possible that our students can continue their their learning at home that's great i'm so thrilled to hear that that your workshop continued on also amy as a small business owner who who actually was growing before this pandemic hit you just opened another new studio how are you dealing with today's economic uncertainty and we'd be curious just to talk through like any business leadership lessons that come into play now
2: yeah, you know, it's interesting because I myself, I'm sure as other people had huge waves of like the up and the down and the up and the down, like one minute I'm ready to go and the next minute I'm like a puddle on the floor. And I keep going back to being up to something bigger than myself. So in our yoga, we, we talk about these five organizing principles and the first one is to be intentional with the physical foundation of the pose to be up to something bigger than yourself. And so if I when I think about that, Like this online yoga platform isn't going to necessarily like create the ability for my physical spaces to continue as they are. Like we can't survive the, the studios, the physical, the brick and mortar as they are. And the physical foundation of the pose is really the yoga and the accessibility and the empowerment. So if I, when I, when I stay focused on that, then and being up to something bigger than just myself, then it's I'm able to keep going with the business and with the daily activities and daily routines of like what I need to do to get the business running. So, you know, with the I don't know what it's going to look like when this is kind of done because I don't know that there will ever be a done. I think it's going to look a lot different. You know, we're used to packing our classes and having, you know, mat to mat to mat, and I see that 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 will shift for a while. And really, um, you know, making this online platform available, um, you know, even past when we can actually open our physical doors. And you know, the, the loans and stuff that are out there, the, um, the, you know, new government, small business loan stuff, really has helped our employees. You know, the, the ones that, you know, did use yoga as their means of, um, you know, their most, where they most made their money, So that has helped them. So, and that's given us kind of a push to continue to stay open the way we are.
0: Right. And I love that Amy at the top of the podcast, we talked about looking for silver linings and I agree with you that I think one of the silver linings for businesses like live girl and Connecticut power yoga are going to be a better understanding of how we can use technology to enrich our programs going forward. And, We've had great success with running some of our online programs, and we had our first virtual leadership summit on Friday, and you know, we've had girls um, plug in from all over the U.S. So even though we're Connecticut-based and our in-person programs are limited to Connecticut, we now realize that through some technology-based platforms, we can, you know, our reach can go much, much further. So that's yeah. one of the exciting things is looking for the silver linings and learning from, from a situation like this.
2: Yeah, we actually had, um, the other day I was teaching a class, and I had somebody from Nairobi, Kenya, somebody from Indiana, somebody from North Carolina. Like, it was just super cool to see all these faces that I hadn't seen in a really long time, like, taking my class. So, yeah, that is definitely That's a cool. silver lining. That's cool.
1: And tying this all into the, uh, you know, main topic of our episode, Leverage the Power of Om. Um, I personally am passionate about creating mental health awareness, especially in teens and I'm myself'm working on a community impact project um in order to do just this and I was wondering how can we all implement yoga practices right now in order to keep a positive mental health? Yeah, so
2: one of the biggest things I tell everybody is that the power of your breath is the power of everything so the human brain, it's like a physiological thing. If you are in like a fight or flight mode, you're feeling stressed out, you're feeling anxious, your breath actually shortens your, your um, physical sensations of the fight or flight mode kind of go into overdrive. So like your body is seeking a way to be safe and it actually causes a little bit of shortness of breath. Like for me, I get really sweaty. My face turns red. And so taking deep breaths like really deep breaths in through your nose like really filling up your lungs and really expanding your chest and then exhaling completely and doing that 3 times helps to kind of shut down that fight or flight mode that's happening and then bring your body into a place of choice so you can choose to keep being stressed out and anxious and or you can choose to just move forward but when your body is in that fight or flight mode there's no choice it's like you're you're like in survival So really focusing on breathing in like big deep breaths in through your nose and out through your mouth and then moving your body while you're breathing and also meditation, like really sitting, like even if it's for just a few minutes, just sitting and just listening to like the present moment, like what's happening right now. So like for instance, instance, if I was going to focus on the right here and now, like I hear you speaking to me. In the background, I hear like somebody mowing their lawn. My kids are like my one son. He was trying to make lunch. Right, just focusing on the present moment, using your breath, and then adding in some movement. I think are the three things that really helps to kind of keep you like positive and just present.
1: Mm -hmm. I'm I'm I'm
0: breathing breathing breathing. as you're saying (laughs) that. Like as you're describing that, I found myself breathing deeply and feeling more calm. Yeah. So, Amy, you've, you've done an incredible job in creating your community at CT Power Yoga. Can you talk about the importance of community building and, and how you've done that, how you've cultivated a community, which, uh, you know, I'm I'm sure that one of the reasons why you've had the successful online transition is because you have this committed community. So can you just kind of talk about the importance of community?
2: Yeah, our, uh, our whole, um, like, mission statement at Connecticut Power Yoga is really to give you a space to connect to your own self to then be able to have space to connect to other people. And so we're, we've made so many connections within the studio. So when you walk into our studio and you can even notice that when you're online, people aren't just sitting there quiet. They're like, hi, hi, how are you? Like really getting people to like have the experience of community and like speaking to people and learning about people and where are they from and what do they do? And through doing that, I've really seen the connections people have made, people have become friends, people have actually started dating, people are like getting engaged and, um, you know, people are working together. They're doing, they're starting running clubs together. So at our studio, we've really created this community of people who are stand for what the other people are up to. And we do these um, like 30 day and 40 day kind of challenges where we give you the tools to see what it is that is stopping you from doing the things you really love to do and giving you the space to kind of recreate yourself. Um, and there's so many examples of that, um, that I don't even know, like I could go on and on about the examples that are happening right now within the studio and continue to happen even with this, um, you know, COVID-19 happening.
0: Well, I think what you're tapping into is that everyone needs to feel a sense of belonging. Yeah. everyone yearns for a sense of community and you're tapping into that by creating that space where people can actualize that. I think it's incredible. Yeah.
2: Thank you. <laughs> it's really, it's really amazing watching people like, you know, watching people grow, like, like grow and do the things that they really always have wanted to do and do it bigger than they thought they could do it.
1: Right. Mm-hmm. And I know that you also believe in the power of community service. And as Mahatma Gandhi said, the best way to find yourself is to lose yourself in the service of others. Uh, could you tell us a little bit about the Africa yoga project?
2: Yeah. And this is like a near and dear to my heart, especially now. Um, but the Africa yoga project, I became familiar with it through this through our, our Baptist power yoga training and, The um, Baron Baptiste and Paige Ellenson had founded um, the Africa Yoga Project out of seeing a need for empowering youth. And in in Kenya, um, the youth is considered 18 to 35, or I should say in Africa, but um, so they just decided that what a great opportunity to teach these youth yoga and then to teach them how to teach their communities yoga. And especially in Nairobi, there's so many um, slums and ghettos where there's hundreds and hundreds and thousands of people living like right on top of each other. And, you know, it's there's such poverty that, you know, getting out of the slums, teaching yoga, learning how to be of service to others has really, um, is really the way of, of showing people there's other things to do besides steal and, and drink and do drugs. So That's how I got into it. And especially now during this time where, you know, we, you know, here I am sitting in my four bedroom house and I have a backyard and I'm thinking about my friends in um, Nairobi Nairobi who are living in the slums and they're living in these like one room huts with, you know, their family of five and there's no running water and um, they all share a toilet. And the devastation that, um, you know, is going to happen there is really it's going to be terrible. And so um, when, uh, what I could say to that is, you know, here we are in the United States of America and people are telling us to stay home, like appreciate the home you have. And um, yeah, I, I don't know what more to say about the Africa yoga project. It's such a huge part of our lives. And, you know, we've had some of the teachers from the Africa yoga project come to our studio and share with our community and they, you know, shared with live girl. And they're just so amazing how, resilience they are and really like, especially the women who, you know, it's, it's a whole different, like, they're still, I feel like, you know, they're still like years behind us in like seeing women who they are and how powerful they are. And, you know, I see these, these young women coming out of the slums really being powerful, amazing teachers. So, yeah,
0: I, I love everything. About the Africa Yoga Project. And I, I also think that this pandemic has, has reminded all that we are interconnected. Mm-hmm. But I know, like, when we've worked with, um, when you've brought the Africa Yoga Project to Live Girl the past two years, it's been such an important reminder to the girls that, you know, th- there's something out there that's bigger than yourself, that's bigger than your country. It's, it's the fact that it's, you're a part of this world. And I think that perspective is, is so healthy for, for everyone to have. Yeah. And Amy, just transitioning on a, on a personal note, um, my mom, who is my absolute hero, is is currently battling cancer, and I have to say that her strength and courage inspires me every single day. She's, she's the fiercest warrior I know, and I'd love just if you could say a few words about how your resilience as a cancer survivor um, has helped serve you, especially during this public health crisis? I mean, obviously, to go through something um, like cancer and be a survivor, um, kind of what, do you, what you know, how can you talk about the importance of resilience in, in crisis points like today?
2: Yeah, I think that that no matter what the other side of the um, thing that we're going through looks like, like whatever the other side of cancer was going to look like for me, I, I always knew there was going to be another side. <laughs> Um, I I knew that I wasn't stuck in this perpetual cancer. And so there was always to me going to be another side, whether it be like another side living with cancer or another side, like not even being here and like, but my, my family having to survive, you know? So wherever, wherever you are in this journey, there's another side. So I think we all have to remember that there's another side of this. And, and for me, cancer made me stronger like I always said free with cancer, like, you know, free with cancer or the perks of cancer. Like there were so many, like I got so much out of cancer that I wouldn't have gotten without it. And would I want to have had cancer again? No, like I don't want to have cancer. I don't want anybody to have cancer. And the fact that I had cancer just gave me a whole new perspective on how to look at life and how to look at the little things. And I still revert back to like wanting things and having my temper tantrums and right. But I can see that there's, there's another way and, and it's not, I'm not stuck forever. I think it's that, such an that incredible. yeah, I think that's the biggest thing is that, yeah, this is terrible and we're going to get to the other side of it and there'll be some kind of light.
0: It's incredible. Thank you, Amy.
1: So now we're going to transition to our three standard wise Woman questions that we end our podcast with. So the first one is what are you obsessed with right now?
2: Oh, you know, I I was I was trying to think about this and my current thing that I'm obsessed with right now is figuring out a way how to not be on screens so much. Like I really Mm -hmm. am seeing the importance of sitting, you know, meditating, being outside, walking my dog like without my electronics. Like really I, I'm obsessed with figuring it out. And it's it's it is a challenge, especially now that like this is how we're communicating, right? This is how we're socializing. Right. right. Yeah. So that's
0: number one. Well I think the spring weather will help yeah. you achieve that.
2: <laughs> yes. I'm getting my bike and going biking back up and down yeah.
0: Frogtown. Frogtown Road is my is my challenge. <laughs> And the next question is who do you consider to be the greatest leader of all time living or historical oh there's
2: so many i think right now the biggest leader i would have to say is you know oh gosh this is such a hard one because there's so many like i see um you know i guess the biggest leader i see right now i'm gonna have to say is this woman her name is millie weke And she's from Nairobi, Kenya. And she is a stand for young women um, who um, are getting their periods and need like sanitary napkins. They don't really have any of that in Kenya. And this morning I actually um, was online and I saw a post of her. You know, she's like, I'm doing it. I'm going out into the slums. I had these five girls send me a message. They needed sanitary napkins and I'm going to bring them to, to her. Like she's so... Like, not about herself. And so, to me, that's a huge leader. Like, yeah. So, I would say Millie. That's amazing. Yeah. That's like
0: an everyday hero. I love yeah. that. Yes.
1: And if you could have any superpower, what would it be?
0: So
2: funny about this question because I was having this conversation this morning, and my superpower is to do things on the go. Like I know it sounds silly or winging it. No, that's what it was. It was winging it. My superpower is to wing it. And the reason why is because it, it really makes me fly. So an example would be, you know, like having a, like creating a, a, a program. <laughs> Sometimes when I'm in creation of a program, I, I like actually wing the program before I create the program. And it always, it's always so amazing. So wings, my superpower is to have wings so I can fly.
0: <laughs> I love that. Yeah. I think it is a talent to be able to improvise and creatively improvise. That's awesome. Yeah. So that brings us to the end. Thank you so much, Amy. It was such an honor to chat with you and thank you for carving out the time right now during this crisis. Um, We're very grateful. Namaste to you.
1: (laughs) And to our audience, can we ask a favor? If you enjoyed today's episode, please subscribe, rate, and review our podcast on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts and share it with a friend.
0: And in closing, I'm Sherry, And I'm Olivia. And we hope that you feel more confident after today's episode. Our challenge this week is to do something every day to spark joy and try something new for your mental health, whether it be yoga, breathing, or meditation, and stay strong.